1: learn more at marines.com
0: on today's episode of the bolts broadcast nhl playoff formatting continues to be questioned stay tuned Season four, episode thirty-six of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Groshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Sunday morning?
1: I'm chilling today, just you know, li- living, living like Larry, just kind of, kind of, you know, enjoying the Sunday. How about you?
0: Uh, big vibing. Uh, the The week went incredibly quick for me. I know we mentioned it on the last episode how quick it was going, and the weekend has really gone at a nice pace. It hasn't felt like it's been flying and I'm just feeling rejuvenated. Quick week at work, a nice long weekend home. Oh, fantastic.
1: I'm I'm happy to hear that. It's been a very <clears throat> geez, <clears throat> there there we go. It's it's rolling already. Mm-hmm. But a very, very long and busy weekend for me. So I get a little bit of, you know, downtime before I have to leave here in an hour and a half and, you know, have it really pick up again.
0: That sounds fun. Man, just go, 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 go. Hey, eh? that's great. Well, on today's episode of the Bulls broadcast, going to be talking about uh, some of the big talks that happened over the All Star weekend. Uh, Gordon Miller put out a great thread. We'll be going over that in, these, in this first half of the episode. Going to be going a little game preview with the upcoming Tampa Bay action. And then after the commercial break, go around the league, look at some signings that took place, the All Star events and then talk about the presumed first overall pick in this upcoming draft. But, Chase, let's start with the Gordon Miller thread. As, uh, he was talking about just some of the big things that are being talked about during the All-Star weekend. The first, obviously the TV ratings. We talked about that in our last episode. They haven't been good. But he's also mentioned that Sidney Crosby and others are calling for a return to the one to eight conference playoff format versus what we have now, which is the divisional and the wild card format.
1: Yeah. And uh, I, I really think it, it's fair. You know, when, when you look at, I think, I think it's the Leafs. Yeah, it, it's the Leafs. I, I, I try to remember, but um, you know, they're, they're pretty much locked into having to face a tougher opponent compared to what they normally would in the, in the one through eight because of how strong the division is. And it's kind of stupid, like, why should you be punished because another division sucks? And it's the same thing, like, you know, in the NFL, division winners get to get in, and you see teams with losing records get in sometimes. It's not going to be that bad in the NHL, really. It'd be very shocking if it ever got to that point. But you're still going to see teams that aren't really worthy of having higher seeds or maybe a team that really shouldn't even be the playoffs at all. Maybe it's still a team with a winning record that would be, like, ninth in the conference. Like, that's technically not impossible and it it's just, it's stupid that it, it kind of plays out the way, you, get, you know, the, the three divisions got automatic kind of bids, and then the last two are just up for whatever. like we, It's very rare we see the wild cards get split between divisions. It seems like it's always between one division. So I agree it really should be one to eight. Stupid that it's not.
0: Yeah, and I know there was some talk within the thread that uh, part of the issue for the one to eight could be the fact that, And, well, he goes on to talk about a realigning schedule where divisional teams would play each other five to six times per year versus right now where they're only playing about three to four times per year. And so he was talking about how there's questions. If you're in a tougher division, you might have a harder time actually making the one to eight conference. So I don't know if you've read through the whole thread. I'm sure that a lot of people that are listening right now Haven't read through the whole thread. I suggest all of you do. But to give you a brief synopsis, what's being proposed right now is we cut eight games of preseason down to five. We go from 82 games to 84 games in which you would play the opposing uh, conference. I think it was 32 or 36 times. And then you would play uh, the opposing division within your same conference twice, twice, And then you would get up to 36 games within your own division. So uh, that was suggested. And then on top of that, instead of the standard one to eight conference um, playoff format, there would also be a play in. So it would be 20 teams, the five and four seed within the own divisions would play each other in a play in. And then whichever team wins that would get put into the normal conference style playoff format where you would have 16 teams after the eight-team plan. So what are your thoughts on that overall? I know it was a lot.
1: Yeah, I don't really like the play and aspect of it. The rest, you know, it, it's fine. Um, 84 games, the NHL did that at one point. So it's not like it hasn't been done. It can't be done. So I really don't have, don't have a problem with that and restructuring the games you play. Also, that's fine too. I can understand, but playing game, I don't really like. And I, one through eight still makes sense, even if you have a tougher schedule. You know, too bad, so sad. It's uh, the, there's plenty of teams that deal with tough schedules no matter what. So even if it's you know even if it's one through eight, or or whether it's the current you know setup, like you're gonna have tough schedules anyway. So too bad, so sad for me. The playing, I don't really like, unless there's you know maybe if there's like a true legitimate tie for that spot. And say both teams have 93 points and the eight, nine spots. Then sure. You can have a play in there, but if the one team has 93 and then the next team has 86, like why should they get a play in spot? That doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah. I, I feel you there. Um, and Gordon Miller talks about it in his thread that teams with that tougher schedule, you're saying, you know, too bad. So sad. There's teams and owners out there that would make a big deal out of it. So that's why, he talked about the play-in type of format to kind of subdue those type of people that are not willing to make the change for that reason specifically. And Gordon Miller, at the very end, his last tweet is, there's no perfect solution, but we know that the current system isn't working at several levels, which is very true. I mean, I don't think I've heard one person say they enjoy... The current way the playoffs are formatted.
1: No, it, it's dumb, and I, I I I don't I don't know why the NHL has to be so stubborn and everything. And like just move on, and it it it's just it's it's really frustrating at this point. I just I just don't understand.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Uh, but I'm not sure on if any of that will come to fruition because Gary Bettman has been very vocal on he hates the playing type of format and wishes to never see it. Could we see a change back to the conference? Possibly. But all of that being encompassed, I'm not sure. Probably unlikely at this point.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: All right. Well, Chase, let's now talk about the upcoming games for the Bolts as we are back on schedule. The All-Star Weekend just took place. We'll talk about that after the commercial break. But our first game going to be Monday night against the Florida Panthers led... By All Star MVP Mac Chuck.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and that means so much. Being the All Star Game MVP, like it means you're the best player in the league. Obviously, so it's gonna be scary playing against the best player in the NHL. It's gonna make it so hard for us. Uh, Right now, we're up in the series two nothing. Uh, You know, we've given up one point to Florida. As there was, you know, one overtime game, but we're up two nothing. Uh, We're gonna continue to bully just the little brother down the street. We're, We're gonna make it three nothing this this Monday night. And, you know, yeah, they're a good team, obviously. like they're 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 a playoff level type team. Spencer Knight's a dog, and uh, I really like Spencer Knight. You know he, he's he has got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of future future promise, but it's no Andre Vasilevsky. And really, when you take the top players and compare to each team, obviously I'm taking Art bolts every day of the week. But it should be a fun matchup always is this this little rivalry. Um, I. I I don't I don't think the All-Star game really changes anything. I don't think it makes anything better or worse for anybody, so I don't really expect that to have any impact.
0: Okay. That was gonna be a question of mine. Does the All Star Weekend put any teams on some sort of slump, maybe I, not practicing as much, et cetera?
1: No, I, I I really don't think so. Like it's it's a few days off. Most of those you know, most of the players went on vacation or did something with their families, so it's good to get that little break. They you know, it's good when they can see their families they usually come back playing a little better. A little healthier, so if anything, it'll just make the games better.
0: Well, hey, Tampa currently eight and two on a three-game win streak. Hopefully, they keep that going here against the little brother, Florida Panthers. Next up Tuesday, we got the San Jose Sharks visiting MLA. What do we think here?
1: I hope that Timo Myers traded before we play them. Just just because there's a lot to talk about him being traded, and I want to see a potential move, see where he might end up. And he is a threat, to, you know, to always score. Uh, up one nothing in the series on the year. It's it's a team in San Jose that's not very good. They're having a tough year. They're you know they they've got Teal Meyer that's great, but their obvious bright spot is Eric Carlson who's just having a dominant season. I mean, th- when that contract was signed, it was you know a, a little bit a little bit concerning. It's like all right, he's struggling now that we signed this big deal. Like what's gonna happen? But 66 points in 51 games from the back end on a horrendous team. It's having a great season. So he's always a threat back there, but it's not like it's a team that's just full of offensive firepower.
0: Yeah, and I saw people already saying that Eric Carlson should be the front runner. How does his overall team's performance, I'm sure it hurts him, but how does that affect his chances as a potential Norris winner?
1: If anything, it should make him better because he is probably the sole reason they're they have five or six extra wins. Like he's carrying the team on his back, he's doing everything he can despite their roster being so horrible. If you traded him elsewhere, he'd elevate that team even further. So I think that's a it should this should strengthen him. It shouldn't hurt him. But I understand why it might hurt him because people look at it as oh he's doing this good and he still can't help his team win is he he's not doing enough which I think is a dumb argument.
0: Feels like San Jose just really needs to sell the farm and continue into that full-on rebuild because I feel like they've got a couple of really solid players that are keeping them treading water, but, I mean, they're close to sinking, and you might as well just let it happen so that you can rise even further.
1: I agree. All
0: right, well, that's going to do it for the first half of the show. I'm going to go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial break, talk about the All-Star game, a couple of signings across the league, and old Connor Bedard. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? The DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. My pick this year is the Philadelphia Eagles. Plus, I'm looking at a first touchdown from Dallas Goddard. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. Like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. I'm trying to be healthier with a daily walk during my lunch break. The best part about it? using my Raycon earbuds so I can get away from the work scene and just hop into my workout. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon's start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still... Pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love Raycon as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guaranteed. My favorite part about Raycons are the noise isolation, awareness modes, and their crystal clear call quality. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash thpn. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Chase, you got a little sneak peek at what I'm putting my money on this weekend, uh, Earlier this morning, I was thinking about it. I I haven't really placed a bet in a while. I've just got 50 bucks just hanging out in my DraftKings account. Let's go check it out. So I'll give you the whole thing, the whole spiel. I've got a parlay on the Eagles money line as well as I'm taking the under at 50 and a half. Then I've got Dallas Goddard as a first touchdown score. That's a lone bet. Didn't put much on it, but hey, if it hits, I'm feeling great. And then also another lone bet. Not much on it. Any non QB to have a passing touchdown because the Philly special was made by Philly and Philly's in the Super Bowl. So who knows? Um, But those are the three bets I have Four technically, but two parlayed.
1: What are the odds on that? um, On that non QB touchdown plus 2200. Yeah, interesting. Might might have to might have to dabble. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, right, right now. I've got Jarek McKinnon first touchdown. Um, I also have an exact score bet of forty-one to twenty-seven. Oh, um, I yeah, I, I had my, my girlfriend pick a couple for me. I told her just just go here, pick what you like, and that, that's two things that she picked. So hopefully that works out. That'd be pretty cool. Um, other than that, I I have the um, where's it at? I gotta scroll down a little more. I I have one game, a couple one game parlays, and I'm kind of. The way I'm I'm setting them all up is at least having Chiefs cover. Um, a couple of them I have Chiefs money lines. I do think Chiefs end up winning this game all said and done. Um, so hopefully that's right. And you know it'd be tough for you because then obviously, well I mean the ones that I got to cover on it'd be fine. But uh, if the ones where they win it'd be tough for you because you wouldn't you wouldn't win. But I don't know. I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean that one's not huge. Um, my odds are plus two forty three. So it's nothing crazy. I'm not making too much money on it. Uh, I just hope the Chiefs don't win because, as a Bengals fan, I can't
1: stand them. So yeah, that's that's fair. But fly Eagles, fly so, baby, fly Eagles, fly. Yeah, I, I'm really not. All I'm rooting for is my money in this game. I'm not rooting for either team because like it. I, I I'm not really gonna be upset one way or the other who wins because. I really didn't want either team to win. I re- I wanted the other matchup of Niners Bengals really badly, so I'm a little disappointed. Still going to watch the game, still happy to watch the game, but I'm not really like going to have much of a rooting interest.
0: It shows how much disappointment there is when if it was Bengals 49ers, I'd already have my whole trip planned for the Super Bowl. Uh, not actually going to the Super Bowl, that would be that would be super cool, but you know don't have enough in the DraftKings account to afford that. That's fair. But um, coming back home, you know, having some big plans, party, everything like that. Right now, I've got no idea what I'm doing. I It might come down to just sitting here. I know people at work have talked about maybe doing a Super Bowl party too, but no plans have been cemented. So not really sure. Looking forward to it, though. Um, looking forward to old Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs getting beat down by the birds.
1: As long as my mom. Funny hits, it's all that matters.
0: All right, Chase, let's talk about the All-Star events. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be straight up with you, 100% honest. Didn't watch a single. Eh, actually, I saw a highlight of the Hardest Shot competition. But other than that, didn't watch a single thing.
1: The only thing I saw was a mic'd up thing on TikTok. I remember the two of the two players were. It, like, it might have been Tyson Joseph's one, but I don't even know if Tyson Joseph's in the All-Star game to be a random player to make it but was like that's just the name coming to my mind but it was two players. It's like we we gotta score at least one together and then they set up for the weakest backdoor goal I've ever seen. It's like, okay, that's that's why I didn't watch because um, it's really just a waste of time, waste of an event. I feel bad for these guys that have to go because you know most of them don't want to go. I'm sure if you're a younger player, yeah, it's cool, especially going to a place like you know Vegas or Florida, like they, those are you know those are cool places to go. Yeah, but next year, you know what we're gonna I'll announce it right now, they're going to Toronto. If I had to, you know, be a if I'm a 33 year old and I could have a week off, or I have to go spend time in Toronto, not getting paid anything extra unless it's a, you know something in my contract just to do stupid things, I I'd be a little ups, upset to have to go up there to Toronto. I'm not gonna lie.
0: So basically, if you're like Steven Stamkos and you play in Tampa Bay, Florida, and would love a week off, you wouldn't be too happy to go up to Toronto.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> uh,
0: I will say, actually, one more thing that I did see from this All-Star uh, weekend was Ovechkin, Ovechkin's son, and Sidney Crosby uh, had like a little three-on-oh uh, breakaway type shootout challenge against a goalie, and Ovi's son scored, which it's cool, fantastic. You love to yeah. see that, and uh, the commentators were saying, that's his first of many to come, and... I think that would be so cool to see an Ovechkin legacy in the
1: NHL. I mean super cool. Is it gonna happen? Yeah, I don't know, but it would. It would be super cool if you look. A lot of these all-time greats, you know, their their children just don't work out. Um, some of them, it's maybe you know, maybe it's the pressure of being this all-time great's child. The others, maybe it's just the talent's not there or whatever it is. Um, plenty of times it doesn't work out. You know, it has before. Like you know, you can look at. You know, the whole family or the how family like those ones are good examples. But when you look at the Greskis or the Lemieux's, you know, they don't usually work out. So hopefully Ovi produces just another 900 goal score. That'd be really cool.
0: <laughs> That'd be really cool. What if what if Ovi goes and breaks Wayne's record and then Ovi 2.0 breaks his dad's record? That'd be that would be awesome. That would be absurd. I would love it. That'd be great. But let's not talk about two big signings, well, big-ish signings,
1: and that's being with the Capitals. Yeah, I guess I didn't even realize they're both with the Caps, but they are. Uh, first, we got Dylan Strom, my boy, signing a five by five, and so five years, twenty-five million dollars total in Washington. Big Dylan Strom fan. Uh, I I think he's just he's got a lot of talent, and I think he's been you know kind of a bit underrated and. Not given his due respect in the league, but he goes to Washington. He's finding some success. Gets a solid little payday. So happy for him. The other one, Sonny Milano. My boy. Uh, yeah, Mike's boy. <laughs> Three year, um, five point seven, one point nine mil a year, and I don't know why he wasn't signed in the summer until he got a PTO this year because he was very clearly a, a good NHL player. And sure enough, still a good NHL player. The analytics even show so. And he's going to be underpaid this, this these next coming season. So, good value for Washington.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We talked about it all offseason that no idea how Sonny Milano went without. And then, like Chase said, signing a PTO and turning it into a three year extension. Absolutely huge for the young man. And love to see him back out on the ice. When we started the season, there wasn't much Sonny Milano. I wasn't feeling great. Now I'm feeling so much better.
1: Yeah, I know that's that's fair.
0: Connor Bedard, the presumed number 1 overall pick, but maybe not now because his 35-point streak comes to an end and the same night that ends Adam Fantilli puts
1: up 4 points. So, really makes you think. It really does make you think because Connor Bedard is a proven bum, Adam Fantilli is a proven greatest player in hockey history. So, I don't think Connor Bedard is going first overall anymore. He's probably dropping to like the 15 to 20 range yeah um you know maybe even to like the 27 spot you know or maybe in the 32 where tampa picks um you know so somewhere somewhere in that range but Cam arts 35 game 90 point streak comes to an end you know i have heard of, i've heard of better i'm not gonna lie um you know i personally did better and i played in the nhl back in the 90s so it's not that impressive you know what he's doing but it's still worth mentioning you know because it's an okay feat
0: yeah you know we always talk about these young guys and how good they are, and you know, thirty-five points is it's pretty solid. But with it coming to an end, it's kind of heartbreaking. And uh, like we mentioned, Adam Fantilli having four points the same night—that's that's gonna that's
1: gonna bring up some question marks. Sure is. In all actuality, ninety games, thirty-five po- or ninety points, thirty-five games. Excuse me. That that's just absurd. No, no question marks are really gonna be seriously brought about here the only way there might be some questions is if adam Fantilli starts scoring at like the paul korea rate where he's scoring like 2.7 points per game and then maybe like all right maybe you should think about it a little bit more because he's he's the bigger body and he's scoring a ridiculous rate but he's not Instead, conrad art's tearing up the dub so he's locked and loaded
0: yeah i mean (laughs) you just said paul korea is 2.7 per uh in that 35 game stretch Connor Bedard was a 2.57 per, so real close to those yeah. numbers.
1: Yeah, just just insane.
0: All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. We want to go to a quick hockey name of the day. We've got Vladimir Grebin-Shikov.
1: Yes, sir, mister. Oh, so why the hell the freaking so page go away? That's so annoying. I, I don't know. <coughs> I did, you hit the X? Did, you, did you hit the X? All right. What's that?
0: Did you hit the X that closes okay. things out?
1: No, I had it on my phone, and I went to click on a different tab, and maybe I did. I don't know. But I I got him up now. So it's Vladimir Grabenshikov. Vladimir Grabenshikov. He is a Kazakhstan-born defenseman, 30 years old, playing in the top Kazakhstan League. 13 points, 26 games. Not too shabby. You know, he's played around a little bit, played some KHL games, played some MHL games, which is the Russia Junior League, played U18, U20 scene, Uh, played in the, like, college um uh, like international games they do the, the universe side or whatever it's called now i don't really remember but played in that a couple seasons so you know a a very well decorated player from kazakhstan there's not been a ton of those that have made it super high levels but at least this guy's you know played quite a bit internationally and has been a solid player in their pro league
0: big shout out to Vladdy the kazaki but that's gonna do the show want to well, thank you so much for coming out and giving a listen chase good hit him with an outro
1: if you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Why Radical follow WNP on Twitter at Pod? That's Pod. Make sure to go to the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all our podcasts Network right there. Boom. Click the logo. Listen, an easy, peasy, lemon, squeezy. Remember you this thing. are going to have five stars. That's your questions, comments, concerns. Don't forget to support our friends over at DraftKings and Recon.
0: Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you
1: next time.